Welcome to Young Athlete, a platform for the next generation of athletes to speak their mind. I'm your host, Bilal Saeed. On this episode of Young Athlete, I get a chance to chat with Madison Scott. This is MMA. I wrestle with my second brain. I'm flexing. We already made classics. Throughout my life, I've learned that no matter what you say or do, people will always have an opinion. While being a dual high school athlete and participating in two sports at one time, I've heard lots of positive and negative things from family, friends, and even coaches about my commitments. But I learned that if I continue to live based on other people's opinions, I would allow myself to make excuses. All of the great athletes I look up to never compromise their commitment to excellence. So I believe that there is no such thing as overworking or working too hard. If I were to have settled for less and told myself that I was overworking, then I wouldn't be the junior that has an overall 3.5 GPA, the junior that has a black belt in karate, a member of an advanced dance company, and I wouldn't be the volleyball player I am today. At the end of the day, the driving force has to be you. If you want to be great, you have to find that motivation from within and maintain it, even when you don't feel like it. Yeah, I was just so excited to talk to you, Madison. You've got a great story. And so I want to hear it kind of from the beginning. So if you could tell me like a little bit more about your journey as an athlete, where you began and where you are today. Okay, of course I can. So, um, well, I play three sports. I do karate, dance, and volleyball. And I started karate when I was four years old, and I've been doing it ever since I travel and I well, I fight people, not fight, but spar people at tournaments. And I travel. I've been many places all over the all over the country. So I started there. And then once I got to middle school, that's when I really started expanding my horizons. And I ran cross country for a little bit. And then I went to volleyball. And that's where my volleyball journey began in seventh grade. And I also have been dancing since I was about five years old. And I've been a competitive dancer until about eighth grade. And then once I got to high school, I continued with volleyball, dance, and karate. And my freshman year of high school, I made the JV volleyball team. My freshman, I also, well, I didn't make the dance company my freshman year, but I did my sophomore year thankfully. But yeah, and also my sophomore year of high school, I was able to compete in the Karate World Championships, which I won third place there too, which is exciting. So amazing. So I mean, and you're currently uh, in what year in high school? I am a junior. So I'm on my 11th grade year right now. Yeah. And it's been an interesting time to say the least, I'm sure to be a a high school student and a young athlete. But um, not only the given you know, the, the time has been unique, but being a multi-sport athlete, you know, has created some pretty tough challenges and unique situations for you. Can you tell me a little bit more about that? Yes, I can. So my challenges really didn't begin until about my sophomore year of high school. Um, I had my varsity volleyball season, which was from August to about mid-November. And then I had dance company, which is all year round. So the time that volleyball was going on, it conflicted with dance. And it was a struggle for me because at times I would have volleyball practice, I would have dance practice as well. Or at times I would have a volleyball game, I would have dance practice as well. So 
it the conflict was pretty bad and it resulted in consequences for me that I didn't know was going to happen because I thought everything was going to work out, but it didn't really. That's got to be tough. I mean, like when you first got into so many different sports, like why did you, why, why did you choose so many different things? Like what, what, what inspired you to want to try so many different things? Um, well, I believe that I can do anything I put my mind to. So if I find an interest in something, I'm going to try it. I may not be the best at it, but like if I find a love for it, then I'm not just going to stop. Because I, if I find a love for it, I want to get better at it. So dance, I've always loved dancing. I'm flexible. So it was just came easy to me. And volleyball, I've always wanted to play. And now I am where I am now. So yeah. that's awesome. No, I think the, the tough part's got to be you know, when you're younger, you can't ever imagine that you'd have to pick one over the other. So now that that's, you know, you've been put in that scenario multiple times, you know, what, what kind of like situations is that created for you, your family? And what has that changed in terms of how you view being a young athlete? So my school says that they believe in dual athletes, but with my situation, it didn't really show that necessarily like when I would have a long dance practice that would be from 2 p.m. to 8 p.m. sometimes and I would have a volleyball game that day if I miss a certain amount of that mandatory dance practice I'll get I could get taken out of the dance and then also since I'm leaving that dance practice I can't play in the volleyball game and for my family, like, it was hard not being able to see, like, me play or in certain dances. And I'm just being real because this is what happened. I was taken out of a dance and there were many games that I had to sit out of because of dance practice. And I, I knew what I was getting myself into, but I didn't know that it would be that bad. So, I mean, it affected my family and it affected me the most, of course, but my family because I would come home sometimes like sad because I just didn't understand why I couldn't do both like if I have a very passionate love for both I don't understand why I couldn't do both yeah totally as a young athlete um no I mean you do it simply for the joy right and the competitiveness and the you know the camaraderie and all of the things that you just like you know love and enjoy about it feel to like kind of slip away in that moment where people say you can't do it for reasons that, you know, really don't make sense. So how, how do you deal with that? I mean, how have you been dealing with it? Cause it's like something that's ongoing and I know that's a tough situation, but I really appreciate your bravery to speak about it. It, it, it takes a lot of uh, courage to speak up. So, you know, how are you kind of navigating all this? Um, well, back then, for one, I had a really great support system. Like my family, they will always encourage me to just keep going. It'll it'll be over soon. And I was the first person to ever do dance and volleyball at the same time. So I knew it was gonna be like a leap of faith. But yeah, I had a great support system and I always made sure that I took time for me and myself to be in my own peace of mind insanity because it was overwhelming and stressful because I had that going on and then I already had school so it, it was difficult but 
it was, I overcame it. I'll say that. Yeah, I can see that. Um, <laughs> and, and good for you for doing that. And I'm sorry that you're in this position, but, you know, I mean, as a young athlete, like, um, you know, it seems like being an athlete is a big part of your identity. So tell me about that. Like, you know, you're also, you take um, your school very seriously, but you like trying different things. And so where do you see yourself as an athlete, as a young athlete? Um, that's a good question. I see myself, well, as of right now, I think with the slowdown, I really got more time to like focus on my grades now my grades weren't bad back then but I never really had the time that I have now so I see myself very well-rounded you know I can I can do I can do sports for this amount of time and then still come back and get good grades like I know that's hard for some people but that's how I would describe myself yeah, for sure. How do you balance, you know, in, in a non-COVID world, how do you balance academics, athletics, social life, um, you know, just in general being a teenager? How do you balance everything or how do you try to? It was difficult, very difficult. But I really, for me, it was time management. Like I knew I had practice, volleyball practice for two hours. Then I might have had a karate practice after. So any free time I would get I would try to do homework or study or something. And I didn't have practice every single day for certain sports. So I would really use my free time for work. And anytime I could take a nap. I yes. Really Sleep is so important, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's why everybody who's, whoever says anything bad about sleep or you're sleeping too much. It's um, that is just nonsense because, you know, I can tell you at the, you know, most elite levels of whatever you're doing in life. Um, the best advice for health and, and protecting this is uh, your mind is always going to be to get enough sleep. So good on you for recognizing that now. <laughs> um, so, I mean, I have one more question as being in terms of the young athlete thing and, you know, like, how do you feel like each sport plays into your identity as a young athlete, like who you are? Hmm. I would say, are you asking like, how do they like, like make me who I am? Yeah. Do you feel like they, they, they I mean, do you, do you feel like they, ha they are a part of who you are or do you feel like only maybe one is, or, you know, certain parts of it are, or I know like certain things are more individual. Some is more team aspect. So what, what do you take from it? Um, I really do feel like, Every well, mostly volleyball and dance, they do make me who I am because I feel like if I were to not have played sports, I wouldn't have like the drive that I had to do certain things. Now, like they really motivate me to keep pushing and push harder, not even when it just comes to sports, but like anything in general, like school or anything like because it you can't give up when it comes to sports, you can't give up in a game when you're losing and having that mentality. I take it everywhere. I take it with everything that I do. So I feel like doing those sports has impacted me a lot, if that's what you're saying. Yeah, no, for sure. I can feel, I, I feel it. And that's what, you know, I appreciate you sharing that. And I really appreciate you, you know, taking the time to speak to us in general, because I think these are some tough, tough topics and um, they're still ongoing in your life. So, you know, knowing that you have this platform, if you, you know, for the coaches and the administrators and the parents who are listening, 
what what do you want them to hear from you today? Um, I would want them to hear that I I am unstoppable, and I know that, and I will want them to also hear that sometimes people are going to tell you no, you know, and tell you, say bad, not necessarily bad things, but like tell you like, you're doing a lot, like pick one, but I believe that I shouldn't have to pick. If I am passionate about two things, and I believe that I shouldn't have to pick. So I'll just stay true to me and if you live based off of other people's opinions, then you're living their lives, not theirs. Like, not yours. I'm sorry. I'm really I know sorry. exactly what you're saying. And what yeah. you're saying is, listen to, they should listen to you. Listen to the young athletes. Mm-hmm. Listen to what you're trying to say. Like, don't put boundaries on us. Don't put more obstacles in the way of us. That's exactly but, what I'm trying to say. Right, yeah, no, for sure. Um do you got time? Can I ask you a few rapid questions? We have a little bit end on a oh, little yeah. bit of know because yeah. yeah, for sure. Um, okay, cool. So favorite pregame meal. Oh, favorite pregame meal. Um, I love this sandwich from Jimmy John's. I used to get it like before every volleyball game. <laughs> this club sandwich is so good. <laughs> so good. Can you eat the same thing like over and over and over and over again? Oh no. Okay. All right. So that just favorite pregame meal sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> are you are you superstitious? Um, a little bit. How so? Uh, like. You got an example? Um. No, I don't. I can't think of one. That's okay. You just don't want to tell us because it's probably <laughs> really weird. I know it's all good. Um, you got a go-to pump-up song that you like to listen to before playing? Yes. I like listening to um, this song called Dreams and Nightmares by Meek Mill. It's my favorite hype song. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, favorite thing to Netflix? Ooh, um, Grey's Anatomy. I love that show. Grey's Anatomy and Criminal Minds. Oh, double, two times I'm not going to judge you. I'm just going to say, okay, on to the next question. <laughs> TikTok dances, uh, yay or nay? No. <laughs> All right, we're back. We're back. We're cool again. We're on the same page. Uh, favorite workout? Favorite workout? Um, I love running. I love running. No way. So I just got into running and it is, um, you know, like my favorite part about running is when I'm done. It's just amazing. It's a great feeling. <laughs> it's, really, it's really a process because I was a distance runner. So I love running. Oh man. I'm trying to get into it. And it's, it really is. It, you feel amazing. Like, um, I don't know. I just think it's great for your, your physical and for your mental. Yeah. Um, favorite protein. Favorite protein. Um, I like rice, brown rice. Wait, you're saying like food, right? That's- oh, protein. Oh, I like that. Okay. Favorite protein. I like that. <laughs> oh, I thought you said protein. No. So that's cool. Um, we got brown rice. That's a, that's a good answer. Oh, okay. Now I can go straight into favorite professional team okay, okay. <laughs> i'm sorry no, uh, I love it. i'll say two i love texas a&m's volleyball team and i also like the golden state warriors okay all right what's it what's the um connection to the golden state warriors 
Um, well, my brother's best friend used to play for them. That's when I really started watching them. And he's not there no more, but I like them ever since. I like okay. Steph Curry and all of them. <laughs> Fun team to watch, no doubt. Um, I, I got into him when Baron Davis was back in, on, on the Warriors. And so I've just been following him since then. And, and then <laughs> Steph brought him to life. But who's your favorite athlete? Ooh, my favorite athlete would have to be, I would say Serena Williams. I like her. Oh man. That's tell me a little bit more about why, why you picked Serena. Um, Cause do you play tennis? No, not at all. So tell me why Serena then. I don't know. I just, I like her story. I like, I just, I like her as a person. I don't watch her really, but how she, I just, I don't know. I just like her. But I think that's so, I think that's the thing is like, even, even you don't watch her perform her, the thing that she's known for, you still, that's who you select for your favorite athlete. And I'd say she's up there for me too. And I don't catch, you know, every Serena match, but like, I mean, what an amazing athlete, like all she's accomplished her and her sister both, yeah, but right. like, yeah, it's just wild. Right. Uh, so I actually play tennis. So for me, oh. yeah, for me, I'm just like, um, I love watching her when I can, but even when I don't, and I like think about all her accomplishments, it's not even a question to me who the goat is. She is like easily the goat. And then there's like another level and then Tom Brady and everybody else can start talking down there, I guess, if you want, but I don't know. Serena's up there. <laughs> All right, cool. Well, thanks so much, Madison, for your time. That's uh, we're going to end on that note. And um, I really appreciate it. And um, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll talk soon. First, I want to give a massive shout out to Madison for speaking to me so openly. I guarantee I wasn't as brave at her age. Sharing her story not only took courage, but had a true purpose. Madison wants things to improve for the next generation of young athletes. And whether you're a parent, administrator, a future coach, whatever it may be, think about the impact of your decisions on young athletes because that's what matters most. Let's break things down a little bit and figure out what kind of change we're actually talking about. First, there are scholars who have researched youth sport extensively, and what's most relevant to this conversation is that the research has shown massive benefits from sports sampling among youth, but it's also proved just as big, if not bigger, the negative impacts of specialization at a young age, most specifically being physical harm leading to injury. Many professional athletes will tell you that playing another sport helped them excel and master their main sport, and oftentimes unintentionally. Specifically, when these are school-sponsored activities, we absolutely need administrators and coaches to work together to support these athletes' rights to compete in multiple activities. Anything less is unacceptable. Sport can be a way for, to keep kids out of trouble. It can motivate them to do better in school and has the built-in benefit of exercise. For many young athletes, sports are a way of making friends, building confidence, and developing as a human both physically and mentally. It becomes part of their identity. His teammates become friends and so social life builds through these connections. So what message are we really sending to them when we say you got to pick one sport over the other? What impact is it going to have on these athletes when, when, when they lose a spot, when they drop playing time or get left out of a match? All because the coach or administrator wanted the young athletes complete attention or they probably wanted to win for their own benefit. This is poor coaching and poor leadership and it needs to change. As parents, coaches, and administrators, 
We have to go out of our way to accommodate young athletes who want to play in multiple teams. It's not a thing we should consider. It's a responsibility we owe to these young athletes and something we should strongly encourage. For the young athletes, continue to speak up, continue to be brave and courageous, and maybe we'll speak to you on the next young athlete. A big shout out to our sponsor, Conquer With Milk, and we appreciate them for giving the young athletes a platform to speak out on. Uh, so shout out Con Conquer With Milk and be sure to check out episode two when we check in with Detroit Lions, Frank Ragnow on tips for healthy eating and grocery shopping. Until next time, I'm Bilal Saeed. Thanks for listening to Young Athlete.